nights this, nights that. And I'm like, if you think about it, Danny, like, do you really think Vegas is going to allow a sweep in the final round of, a, of, of any championship series? And I don't know the stats, but we could we could go back on it. But, like, it's big business, right? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I always say, like, I'm a big, I'm a big like, uh, call bullshit on, like, the fix is in. Because right. in order for the fix to be in, you need to involve so many people because there's so many moving parts. But, like, think about it. If any championship series ended in four games, you're leaving you're at three games of revenue on, on the, the table. table. Millions. 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 I, I, I don't even know. I, 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 I don't know. Even, I'm even, talking about Yeah. I, you know what? Whatever you're leaving on the table, can I get 5% of that? Because I, you know, yeah. I couldn't even fathom what that is. But how many people do you think you really need to affect the game? Dude. You well, need, let's you be need real. one referee or maybe two. Let's be real. What was that guy that was doing it in the NBA? What's his name? I don't know. But that was, yes, that was that. But I feel like... I don't know too much about that, so I can't speak intelligently on it. But like, I feel like that was not foolproof, right? Like, right. so like he wasn't. I don't know if he was the end all be all ref. I don't know if if that's a, like in NFL, like you have a bunch of linesmen and like the and, and they have like the what's his line? Hockley's the, the guy dude that's, that's jacked up. Yeah, he's like seventies, fucking jacked. But like, okay, so that's that. So like, listen, you want to fix a game? Okay, this is what I think it takes, right? I I I can speak on this in. in a, a few different variations so like you want to fix a game okay now you have to obviously you have to get the head coach right and, and there's different scenarios let's let's take this one let's involve the head coach right so what's his salary as it is I don't know 10 15 million something stupid uh, right probably three or four depending, okay. on, depending on who it is you're probably right I'm drunk sorry sorry okay Spirit let's box. just say for the, the sake of the cast it's a million bucks, right. okay? That's the head coach. Now he has assistants. Then you have all the players. Those guys don't want to lay down. Like, when the head coach tells them, like, if you're the you're the captain, you're the number one guy, I say, yo, Bush, uh, take a seat. You're going to say, you're going to fucking speak back to the coach. It's not the army where you can't say shit. You're going to speak back and be like, coach, like, this my, I'm on the power play. Like, this is my time. And the coach is going to say, yo, Bush, shut the fuck up and sit down. I mean, you might question that. So is he going to say, hey, whatever I tell you tonight, just fucking deal with it and shut up. Here's 200000 Or What's he going to say? Right? He's got it. And then... Well, isn't it usually the mob that's behind it? That's like old school, dude. That, but that, like that's Michael like, Franzis talks about how they how they had like yeah, from, all these different players in their pockets. And like from the like 80s the 80s. And 90s. Right, right. And it was like, you, know, you catch somebody slipping, you catch somebody with their, with their ass out, you're like, hey... We right. can make this go away. You gotta, you gotta lay down. A lot of those guys that they used to get, that, that that they used to get to like get in their pocket, were guys that owed money for betting anyway. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that was a you know if I play you know listen I'm I'm you know my dad fucking bet I learned how to gamble at an early age like I I love gambling right so like if I was a D one but say I was a fucking point guard at Duke or whatever if I was a D one athlete playing. D1 football or do and I was on the big show and I knew say I was the quarterback for fucking Alabama right football and I knew what kind of money was being thrown around all I'd have to do to manipulate it just a little bit like just a little bit just to cover the spread throw a pick don't make a completed pass take a sack don't run for 15 yards run for 10 
But, but but you have to have you have to have something on them usually, like you said, a gambling problem, a debt, something. Because well, college is most, a little most different. Most people when they're at that uh, yeah, college, it's like yo, you want to you don't want to fuck up your career to where you can't make it to the show. College is different. You ever see that thing on, on Netflix? Netflix just ran this thing about about these guys. It was like basketball. But think about this, right? So I think it's a little different now. And, and again, I can't. I don't know all the rules, but like think about this. You're a fucking stud college player playing for. Where's my opening? Playing for Alabama, right? You're, you come out of the projects. You have no money. Your family has no money. Hold on. No this homo. Is, you no homo. This is, this is so gay, but I gotta suck this down real quick. <laughs> Dude, I was milking it. No homo. First of all, I think you were deep throating the fuck out. I think your insides might be bleeding off the, the side of the aluminum. <laughs> but, but, but peep this. And I, I, could, I, you know, I could speak about this for fucking hours, right? So... You come from nothing. And when you're playing D1, all you're really playing for is for your, your school and your pride, right? Mm-hmm. The boosters could kind of slip you something under the table. You get caught doing that, you're done, yep. right? So, okay, I'm Greg Egan. I'm the fucking, I'm, I'm the Alabama quarterback, right? I'm not getting nothing out of the boosters. What am I getting? A fucking couple of nice dinners here and there. I'm not, I'm not getting any money. My parents are still struggling in the fucking ghetto. They can't make ends meet. That's how it was. Now they get these, and I... That's, but but that's what I'm trying to say. But even so, okay. what's that? What's that? Are you operating on the level you should be? No, you're not. You're you getting a little fucking. You're getting like the U.S. government gives a to the welfare. Yeah, here, here. Shut the fuck up. Here, here's an EBT card. Go get some groceries. You're not getting what you deserve because at any moment, if you decide to flip the script, you walk right into that fucking arena with all the fucking fans going on ESPN and the Vegas lines and all this shit going, and you say to yourself, you know what? No more. I'm going to go the other way. Somebody got to you and say, yo, turn this game. I'll give you 300000 How much is your school making? They're making so much off you, you're not fucking getting yo, shit. Throw a couple interceptions. To, uh, miss a couple passes. I'll give you 300000 cash. Take care. You know what $300,000 cash does for anybody? Yeah, exactly. I don't know how it is now, but I, I know back in the day, it's like the football players were selling Bud on campus. Like, Forget about Bud, dude. I'm talking... And I'm not trying to... Don't take that the wrong way. I'm sorry. Uh, but it, I'm talking real money. No, I, I know. But, but I'm saying back in the day... Yeah, because they didn't have shit. They didn't have shit. They right. were starving. Exactly. And so, and so they were all fucking bud dealers. And and not to sound like... Not, uh, all, not Not stereotyping or being racist or anything like that. But like even Deion Sanders Why says... too? Everybody. Listen. The majority... I, I don't know the percentages. If I had to guess, I'd say... 75% of football athletes in a D1 school, their parents don't have a pot to piss in, right? Yeah. They grew up a certain way. So that's what they know. They know they struggled. Now they're over here fucking rubbing elbows with these boosters, this, that, that. But they're not getting anything. Yeah. But all it takes is the one guy to say, hey, miss that block. Miss that pass. Do this. Do that. I got you. Of course they're going to do it. They're like, you don't have to lose. You just got to cover the spread. Exactly. They always say that, right? Exactly. You don't have to lose. You just got to cover the spread. Exactly. So that's why... You're not hurting your team. I always say this, and I, and I still, I still, even though I just talk shit about the college programs, I always say this. Like, I know I played high school hockey, right? Not even college. I played high school hockey, and I fucking loved it. And I knew as I approached my senior year, every game that went by was me being one game closer to never ever playing again, right? And it 
it fucked me up. Yeah. You know? So I always wanted to, I was playing for something. I was playing for pride. I was playing for the fact to say I fucking won something. Like Al Bundy and Poke High catching yeah. four touchdowns, you know? So like these college kids, they're playing for something. Not a lot of them could be bought. Like they're, they're playing for something because they know after this game, they're never going to fucking play again. I don't know what the percentage is that goes to the NFL draft, but it's fucking small. So, like, yeah. these kids are playing for something. They're playing for pride, dignity, and, like, just being a fucking man, right? Yeah. Now, you you fast forward that into being a pro athlete, right? What are you playing for? The chip? You want the chip? Everybody wants a chip, right? Okay, you're playing for the chip, but... If you don't fucking make it to contention for the chip, you're still making $5 million a year or, or whatever the fuck you're making. So what are you really playing for? You're not playing because you love the game. It's your fucking job. Yeah. Like like I told you, Brett Pesci on uh, on the Car- Kings, right? on Carolina. Yeah, he's he's really, really good friends. With, he's probably best friends with my youngest brother-in-law, Johnny, right? And Pesci is a phenomenal athlete. Awesome defenseman, made his bones in the league, just stupendous, right? Where do you go to school? Do you know? I don't know where he went to school, but the the point of what I'm trying to make is he's like fucking twenty nine or thirty or thirty one years old. He's gonna be done in like the next two or three years, mm-hmm. right? So like, that's it. When he's done, even though he's gonna be sad, have money, whatever, he's a competitor. He's gonna look back and be like, fuck, like. He wants to win. He wants, but there's other pro athletes that's like, okay, like superstars, phenoms, LeBron, right? They're guaranteed this money. Do you think LeBron is going to go diving on the floor for a loose ball? Why? I mean, he may he flop on the to. floor like yeah. a little fucking. Yeah, when bitch. somebody nicks him like that, he's like, oh, he's going to pull up lame like a soccer player. But these pros, they don't have to compete for anything. Right. Like, there's well, no more fighting that. Well, that, that's why you only. That's why a lot of people are like me and only watch playoffs because. That's when they actually give a fuck. It's good that you said. How many times I've, I've gone to a, a Rays game or something in Tampa, and the outfielders are just, like, walking to the ball, and somebody takes two on them, and they just... They got to play 163 like, or 163. They don't care. Play like 182 games. Like 162 it's good that you just said that because the other night, I don't know the player's name, but, like, if you watch playoff hockey, right, it's like it's I'm 42 years old. So, like, I remember hockey where playoff hockey in 2023 – was played on a on a on a regular scheduled bit like that's how it was. If you grabbed the puck, you were gonna get your fucking bell rung, and yeah. you knew about it in the nineties. Like Kachuk took out fucking right. homeboy last. But time. he fucking lit him up, and then they all fucking jumped on him. Like, yo, dude, that was the cleanest Clean hit in the whole hit. fucking playoff. Clean hit. That's they're playing aggressive because it's playoff hockey. Remember, we went to FAU games and it was all stick checking and bullshit. And yeah. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Except for that one dude that almost left in a wheelchair. But what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like it's like, where's the you know like yeah, where's listen, the taking each other's head off? When I'm if I'm good enough at 18 for a professional team to say, hey, skip college, come play with me. Or even if I'm good enough at 22 after college and a professional team says, hey, we want you. Dude, that's my job. I'm going to play as hard as I fucking can. I'm going to try to kill somebody every shift. That's the game. If I get hurt and I can't play anymore after only one year, you know what? I signed up for that and I got paid for that. These fucking prima donnas are playing pussy. It's not, it's not, it's not how it should be. I know we got all fucking, I got all... Fired up, all fucked up. Okay, so 
my boy that I grew up with, he was supposedly in some sort of gambling debt potentially initially. So he, he needed to get some money and he needed to get it quick. So he started robbing pizzerias and jewelry oh, stores right, right, right. through three states, right? Right. And so he, uh, he had a fake gun too. So he was being extra aggressive to, to compensate for, right, for the fact gun. that I can't shoot you. I can't shoot you. Right, right, right. So I got to be really freaking... Put the fear of God in you verbally. And so I, I, I knew about this for a while. I knew that he was locked up for a while because I, I think he did like 14 years. He got out recently. For that? Oh, yeah. For all the... Because the, the last one... He, he robbed the same pizzeria in Oregon four times. And the fourth time he took a hostage. Oh my god! And he was like, and and supposedly when these people took the stand, like the 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 victims, they were all fucking traumatized to shit because he was like he went extra hard with it because he couldn't actually shoot them because he had a fake gun. Right. So he was like really. So yeah. he was fucked up. But um, yeah, it's just like one of those things, man. Where he, it's yeah, he just goes like, the same place four times. Yeah, he was he was one of those kids growing up too. He was like a. I guess we used to call him like preacher's kids, where like he wasn't a preacher's kid, but he was always super polite in front of parents. But as soon and as parents walked in the room, yeah, 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 he'd be like, yeah. oh, let's fucking play that. But <clears> he was <throat> so he was a he was a con artist from the from the Oh jump. yeah, dude, he was, man. He was, he was fucking crazy. But um oh yeah, so today I was talking to a family member and I've got this family member that's in high school, just got in a bad motorcycle accident. Like really bad, like very lucky to be alive, very lucky to be moving. Jesus. And um, so the dude gets, like, T-bones a car. The car pulls out in front of him. He smacks into it. His little sister's friend happens to be in the town, calls the sister. The kid's mom goes to the scene of the accident, right? Starts, like, you know, helping him. I think she might have beat the, the paramedics there. He died? No, he survived but the paramedics walk up to her and are just like, is this your son? And she was like, yeah. Like, here, do something with this before the cops come. They hand her a fucking book bag. And in the book bag is weight. Fucking bunch of bud, bunch of mushrooms, two guns, and like 4,000 What cash. year was this? Wait, so a couple of days ago, that's fucking crazy. You know what's so crazy about that? Is like a couple of days ago, the fact that there is still like EMS or paramedics that like looked out. Yeah. Where they could have easily been like, you fucking piece of shit. Like this is like, this is like a small town where everybody's just fucking, everybody's into something. I I live, I lived in this place for, for a year and it's like, it's off the beaten path. Like it's not in, in a city and it's fucking like, it's just, you know, it's just a wild place. And so yeah, the dude fucking looked out. So where is he now? He's in the hospital? Yeah. Was it, does he have, like, head trauma or, like... So, they're waiting <clears> for <throat> the swelling on his face to go down to see if they got to operate on his face. He definitely has broken bones. Are they, they going to arrest him with something? Obviously not the, uh, like, not, like, drug paraphernalia or any of that, right? They might get him for speeding. They supposedly he was going fast as fuck. But I'm saying, like, no, like, illegal. Like, he just... It's just a car accident. They, they know nothing about the fucking merch. Wow, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that dude fucking looked out. The kid's in high school still. Yo, that's crazy, dude. Like, honestly, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, a, like, I feel like I would step over a dead body in the street, like, before I call the cops, right? Yeah. But, like, like, now having kids and all this, like, if I was EMS and I pulled up onto a scene and, like, there was an accident and then 
weight and everything else came into play, I would feel like that person could have potentially killed one of my kids or your kids or any kid, right? Yeah. So I don't know that I would be able to like be like you got to assume he's under the influence. Or right, something. right, exactly. Like you have to say, like, obviously, if you're holding this bag, like, the dude's on mushrooms, the dude's smoking weed, the dude's doing bumps, like, whatever. Like, I don't know that I'd be able to be like, take this and get the fuck out of here. Like, but it, he, you also got to take in the fact that he's a <coughs> kid. Like, he's fucking like. Let me tell you something. I don't know how old he is. If he's probably like 17, 16. If a 16 year old kid fucking around with weed, mushrooms, whatever, whatever, having a great time, just getting turned up being a kid, right? And I didn't want to say this, but like, happens to run over one of your fucking kids. Are you going to say to yourself, and I know, I already know the answer. Are you going to say to yourself, well, he's just being a kid, you know, but no, fuck no. You're going to be like, yo, where's the electric chair? What I'm saying is like, the EMS dude is like, yo, this is, this is a little fucking homie. I'm you know saying, I, mean? I don't know, I don't know that I'd be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Would you? No, like if, if your fucking job's at risk, like your career. But I also don't know much about EMS. I, I, I had boys that were not even EMS. Career, and they were human. Like, dude, like you're a dad. Like, I'm oh a yeah, dad. yeah. Oh yeah. If, if somebody else got hurt in the accident, I don't think anybody else got hurt. I think it's one of those things. I'm where talking more like you're on a motorcycle. The, you just go splat, dude. I'm talking more really the potential effect. of oh, what yeah. could have. Yeah. Like, what happens if our kids are older and we're like, oh, you guys want to get gelato? Uh, Isaiah and Greg walk down to the plaza, right? And they they pass Publix and then. They make it there safely, whatever. But then an hour later, the same exact scenario happens in that same intersection, and we are the EMS, EMS guys. We're, we're not going to be like, "Hey, bounce, dude." I like. I like to think the kid got. I like to think the EMS is like this kid learned his lesson, right? Because he, he, he probably didn't even think the kid was going to survive. Nobody's in bad shape. Nobody the, thinks. The doctors were like, "Dude, we don't know how he doesn't have spinal injuries and how he doesn't have." Them. Like brain trauma. I don't think you're thinking about it the same way I am, and and that's fine. Uh, uh, what I'm saying is, I've I've been that kid. <clears throat> like I told the story on the cast, running through the toll booth, screaming, drunk driving, being a fucking reckless idiot. Now fast forward. Now I have kids, yeah. right? So now I would be inclined to, if I was a cop or if I was somebody, and I stopped somebody doing what I was doing back then, I don't know that I'd be able to let them go. Even knowing that I was let go and that I did that, I don't think I'd be able to let them go for the fact that wasn't this time, but it could be a time where our kids are walking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think I could let that go. <clears throat> I don't. Not to sound like a fucking snitch or a narc or whatever, <laughs> but I'm saying I don't think I could. I, th I, th I think the dude honestly was just like, yo, saw a mother that was fucking distraught probably going to lose her son, was probably like, let, let's not add insult to injury. I'm going to tell you a story right now on this. So 20 years ago, when I was down here, right, I got my second DWI, right? So I was 20, I don't know, two or three, whatever. And part of my, my sentencing was I had to go to jail for 30 days. And when I came out, which was a fucking nightmare, and when I came out, I had to go to Mothers Against Drunk Driving and sit in, basically, like, in a hot seat. Like, I was like this, feeling, like, head down, feeling a total piece of shit, and there was, like, five mothers in front of me. They get to just lay into you and act like they're fucking having authority, have authority over you? Bro, they, all, they all lost a kid mm -hmm. in an accident. Not my accident, but in a drunk accident, right? Well, you didn't even get an accident. 
you just I know I hit the curb. Yeah, I you know I was I was in a uh, single I was in a single car accident. Like, oh, okay. Bumped the curb, trashed my car, but didn't hit anybody and nothing. Like we've all done. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like this, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna an hour. I already went to jail. How how bad could this be? Right. So these women, they they're making it their their life's work to make sure that you know what a total fucking piece of shit that you are. Yeah. And make no mistake about it, when you leave that, you do feel like a total like piece of shit. you need a drink. Yo, bro, I didn't, <laughs> yo, after I left the Mothers, mothers Against Our Driving, I didn't drink for like three months. I was literally, as they were telling their story and you know what happened, I was crying. Yeah. I was crying. Right. Now, I didn't even have kids. I was a, I was a kid. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's 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 insane, and I couldn't I couldn't not to, I didn't know where we we're going with this thing, but like it's so fucking stupid. <clears throat> but dude, we have kids, right? And like that's off sides. Like we have kids, oh, and even if there was like if, if God forbid, man, if, if if my kid lost his life to some fucking middle schooler or high schooler that drank a couple forties and fucking crashed a car and ran my kid over, like I would want to kill that kid. Whether they're a junior high school, I don't. I would want to end their life, kill their parents, end their life, kill everybody, and then if the it whole came, family tree. Yeah, but I was on the side of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's different, man. I don't yeah, know. it is, man. I, I get it. This person's mom supposedly got rid of the drugs, and I'm just like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. She stashed them, and she's been getting high for the next two well, years. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know the dad. The dad's fucking awesome. I love the dad. He's just like, he's not the kind of guy that's just going to throw away a fucking pillow. You know what I mean? It's, and especially he knows, man. He knows. It's like, there's there's definitely potential <clears throat> that that's somebody's. That shit might have been on consignment. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're like, right, like right. Somebody's owed something from That's that. like the story of where, like, when, when we shot up, we smoked all that weed and shot mm-hmm. up all the, my, my boy and his father had to go back and pay that back. Yeah. The best part was, uh, this family member was like, yeah, we don't know what he was doing with all stuff. It's like, bro, he's slanging. The only reason why a high school kid has two guns, let alone yeah. one gun, yeah. is because they're fucking right. pushing, dude. They're, they're in it. They're, they're in, in it. it. You know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Right. Or else you're not. Or else you're not fucking carrying fucking. Or you even have to say, like, as a parent, like, if your kid hasn't asked you for like one dollar for like sophomore, junior, senior <laughs> year, like. And you have no, and you know they're not like fucking carrying golf bags on the weekend. Like, yeah. where are you getting your money, dude? Oh, yeah. You're not running a car wash, like you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry, you were. No, no, no. So I remember my buddy Brad. I was talking about him. He, he's dead now, but uh, he was like my boy that I came up with. We always did everything together, like first drugs for everything. It was always me and him. So one day we were in the back of his backyard in Tarrytown, and uh, we were we were selling weed. We had, we had like a decent operational like we were making good money and uh, it was the same thing like I just said like my parents I never asked them for anything and they were just like oblivious I, I don't know if they whatever so we uh, the task force comes through his backyard and it was like this setup so like there's two gates we're all chilling in the pool chilling and they they come like it's fucking like they're like they're arresting Gotti and we're all there and they arrest us we're all face down handcuff laying in the fucking grass and I, re- I remember being like yo I remember being like this right I'm face down I'm arrested I'm like this fucking sucks my buzz is wearing off have you ever like, felt so stupid you're like fuck 
I, but that was like that was not my first time like I've been arrested so many times oh, before okay. that so I was like whatever so like I'm face down and I go like this and I like look to my right and Brett's mom is handcuffed right next to me oh no face down next to me I'm like oh, oh I that, that, that's when it hits you You're yeah like, oh, and I'm like looking at her like I wanted to like laugh and I look at her I'm like oh my god You're like Marge what the fuck and then Brett Brett was my <laughs> man you do? but he was Brett used to operate on like uh, we used to me, him, and my buddy Eric used to sell weed, and we used to keep it like uh, a third each, and like it was like a good business. We made a lot of money, and uh, Brett always was the guy. More, more, more. So, yeah. so when they the cops, I'm sitting there handcuffed. I'm like, fucking weed charge, bro. I'm like, this is this is bullshit. Yeah. And then the task force started walking out of the house with like an AK-47, like. Other illicit drugs like coke, K, steroids. I love when you call them illicit drugs. Hand, hand, that's what we always call them. That's what we always call them. You know, like handguns and all this shit. And I'm like, I'm laying on the floor next to my man, my best friend's mom. And I'm like, I'm like laughing, like, oh, it's going to be a $50 ticket, pay a fine, and I'm done. And I see like all these felonies going out the door. And I'm like, yo, I didn't, I didn't know about that gun. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. And then obviously they, they took Brett for like way more. And Brett was always in jail, out of jail. Like, but he would always just like take take the rap, fucking. But it was it was just so crazy to see like when you're when you're doing it, like especially when you're teenagers. Like it's like oh yeah, we're just buying an ounce for this much, and everybody wants to smoke weed, so we're we're giving it to them, and we're making a few dollars. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we're doubling our money. And then you see your man's mom on the floor. And it was just, it was, it was crazy. Dude, that is, that is fucking wild. Dude. It was so funny. I remember because she was like a, was she a goody goody or was she kind of uh, part of the uh, no, she didn't, en- enterprise. She, she was like not, she was not one to be like, yeah, you know, like root you on. Yeah. But she knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. But she would also be the one like, like if they were to come and we weren't there and like they were to find all that shit, she would have like ate that. Like she, oh, damn. yo, she's like That's a. Not to say it was funny, but it was kind of funny to like look over. I'm like, ah, I get arrested again. You know, I'm laughing, and I look over. I'm like, oh shit, Miss. Like, and she's like cuffed to the back. I'm like, oh my god. It's like uh, in, in the town. What you do? Yeah, yeah. What you do? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> what what is she cuffed for? Yeah, I remember I had a. I was, I was hanging out in this like rough part of town. I had this friend that lived in this na- in this neighborhood where if you like. If you pull up to her apartment, it's like you got people like, oh, what you want? What you want? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 yeah. and it's just like, it's fucking kids, it's senior citizens, like everybody just comes out the woodwork and swarms you. It's like Dave Chappelle. He's like, baby! Exactly. Yeah. It was one of those neighborhoods. Sell a weed, shut up! So one time I dropped her off and she invited me up. <clears> and, and we go upstairs and fucking, she's like, oh, this is my aunt. And we start rolling the blunt. And, bro, this lady was just, like, she was just a gangster, bro. And she was just, like, I remember her saying she just had this, like, code of ethics, right? Where she was, like. I like that. She saw, like, I mean, you you, you walk into the spot, dude, and there's fucking, like, seven-year-olds asking you to bust them down on, on the fucking port yeah. and on the joint. But she's teaching, like, the. Like, but, but she's teaching them. Yeah. She's, like, because like, one of the, one of the, like. 10 year olds wanted to get in on the blunt rotation and she said the only time I ever heard her raise her voice what the fuck did I tell you three heads on a blunt everybody gets high yeah, four yeah, heads yeah, on yeah. a blunt no motherfuckers get high yeah. and and it, it, I was like oh shit like 
Damn. Yo, that's, that, that's that's your parenting. You know what's so crazy is that's like your parenting style. When you're like when you're like at that age, like when I was at that age, like before, like I always knew in my life, like I wanted to have a wife and have kids eventually. But like you go through phases, right? So like when you're in that phase, like that looks like awesome as fuck. You're like, yo, I respect that. That's cool as shit. But then, like, when you get out of that phase, like, right now, for example, right? right? You're, older, you're like, what a loser. Yeah. yeah, like, right now, like, kids, wife, everything. Like, if I was to see that, I'd be like, yo, stop listening to this fucking lady. Yo, you're going to be a deadbeat. Like, get away from her. Yeah, you know? get away from her. Get away from her. But at the time, you're looking at it, you're like, damn, that's fucking battered as fuck. Dude, this girl, this lady's fucking down. That's like the chick the time when DMX robbed everybody. Oh yeah, and this was one of those, and it wasn't even him, and it was the lady slapping us all over. The girl slapping us, we're like, oh whoa, it's a girl, but that's that mentality. You know? She was that kid that was fucking five years old trying to hit your fucking roach. They got fucking disciplined for it. It's crazy, you know, for like stepping out of line. It's crazy. You think you got it bad, or like you're a gangster, or whatever? There's always somebody that has it worse, or is more bad at than you. Way more. Always, there's always gonna be somebody tougher than you. There's always gonna be somebody bigger. There's always somebody better. That's why I say, dude, what's the, what's the point of fucking acting macho? I don't even. I'm to the point. I, I think one of the one of the things that saved my life the most is that I didn't have that fucking. I didn't have that thing in the hood where I needed to like fucking grill people and stare them down. It's like, dude, I just I never made eye contact. Right. You just went about your business. I just right? went about my business. What am I gonna? Oh, they scored. What benefit is it for me seeing some dude that's my age, my size, and me just staring him the fuck down? Like that does nothing for me. I'd rather be looking at chicks. I'd rather be fucking just doing my own thing. Like Yo, I, so, I don't understand the staring thing. That shit's weird to me. I, so like I, you know, me, me and my buddies that we grew up with, like we had fights in bars and clubs or whatever, and like fought and this and that, whatever. My buddy Mikey always had all the fights. Like he always was like the fighter. He'd always find himself in a situation where like he had to go shoot a one D with somebody and whatever. But like I remember like when I bringing it back to the DWI down here in Florida. Like I got sentenced to thirty days down here in in, uh, in Florida. And yo, I was I was scared as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I was scared as fuck. I was twenty three or twenty four years old and I was shook. Oh yeah, South Florida jail. Yeah, I was. You don't shook, want that. Shook daddy, and I remember my mom and dad calling me before I, I went in to like turn myself in. And my dad's like, "Yo, I love you so much." Like, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be okay, whatever." Blah blah. blah. So I, I remember going in and like you go into court, and you know, like other people are walking into court like to plead their case. Like I was walking into court like to surrender myself. Like yeah, I, no I wasn't coming out. So, like, on my way in, I had a full pack of Newports. I was smoking one. There was a homeless guy there. I said, oh, it's all you, dude. He opened it up. He's like, this is a full pack. I said, I ain't coming out for 30 days. Yeah, coming out, coach. So, it whatever. It tastes like shit by the time I get out. So, I, I go in, and, like, i never I never been into Broward County jail system. So, like, I'm not a pussy. Like, I'll fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whatever. So, like. But you I also know there. you're probably outnumbered. Right. So, I get in there. And, like, I kind of try to get the lay... I feel like I'm pretty smart, so I try to get the lay of the land, see how it works, whatever, whatever. So I, I kind of get it. So, like, day two, I realized that Broward County Jail is just a... Uh, it's just a... A, a transition yeah, spot. Right, so they have they have the stockade. They have... Uh, I can't remember the names. They have, they have three, three places that they 
anybody that's looking at, at like 10 days or more, they move them out. Is it one of them like by Okeechobee, like Belglade or something like that? No, no, no. no. Not for Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. Everything's in, in, in oh, Florida. Like one's in, yeah, that's like off Gun Club Road or whatever. I was there too. But <clears throat> so <laughs> I, uh, so after like two days, I, I see everybody coming in and like going to the phone and like trying to call whoever. Look at this. Fuck yeah. Is that, that went, the right? Oh. oh. That hit the top crossbar. I thought that was. Shit. So I see everybody like trying to bond out, whatever, whatever. But I know I have I have 30 days to kill, right? So I'm, yeah. it's my second day. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go use the phone. And I knew this girl's number. I just had it memorized. It was like 993-4501 or something. Vicky? <laughs> yeah, her. <laughs> so I go over. Um, she answers. Like, hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. So I see these three black dudes come in, Haitian kids, dreads, whatever, come in and they get right in line for the phone. And it says right on the thing, everybody has 10 minutes for the phone. So I'm sitting there, and they keep the phone wire. Like, if you're on the phone and this is the, the wall, the wire is short, so like you can't foot? be fucking whipping it around, you know? Yeah. So Can't be out there yeehawing it. Right. So I'm like this. I'm talking or whatever. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm killing time. I have nothing to do. Yeah. So so there's these black dudes, they call them jits. Yeah, right? jitterbugs. Jitterbugs. So the, the one dude's like, yo, I'm fitting to hang up the phone on you, dude. I'm fitting to hang up the phone on you, man. So I'm like, oh, hold on one second. So I look back and I see them come in, him and two of his boys all at the same time. So I, I see all my men and I point to the 10 minutes and I, I turn around. So I start yapping, I'm like, yeah, this fucking kid, whatever, whatever, whatever. Next thing you know, right here on the side of my, I, I'm talking, I'm on the phone like this, his, his face is, is right here. He's like, yo, I'm trying to get bail, dude. I'm finna hang up the phone and you over here, fuck yapping. I said, hold on a second, hold on. So now I'm scared. Right, because I know I have to stay there, so yeah. I'm scared. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not showing it. So you hold on a second. So as you, my man, are you fucking threatening me, bro? And he's like, "What if I am? What if I am?" And he comes a little closer. I'm like, with the, with the little tail, the little tail of the phone that you I just had, whipped him. Right. So so it it, it kind of was able to get him in in in, in room. Yo, dude. Yo, look at me. I'm my kids. True story. It was it was able to get him of- on his on his heel, and I was just like this on his jumpsuit, yeah. ah! full elbow. Yo, he was nose like this eruption <laughs> down on the ground. So now I'm saying to myself, I know his two boys came in with him. They all got pinched together. I got to be here 30 days. I got to go to work on this fucking guy because I don't want to be bothered. He's down and I I, I mounted, whap, full mount. whap, whap. And, yo, dude, I swear to God, I'm not even a sea fighter. I'm not even, I'm not even a tremendous fighter. They thought you were. Yo, dude, every time I hit him, every time I hit him, I could just feel just breaking, just blood, mess, right? And as I'm hitting him, I hit him like six times hard, right? Fucking him up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, fucking him up. And I'm saying to myself, I'm not getting beat up. They're not coming. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, they're not coming. And I, I'm like, but I can't stop because I need it to be known. I gotta be here 30 days. I'm lacing it. The next thing that happens is BSO comes in. Eh, I don't know how many seconds, maybe 15, 20 seconds. And I, dude, I, I, be, I honestly look like Conor McGregor on, on like me. Yeah, right? he, that dude probably can't see anymore. Yo, he thought he was so hard, and oh, yeah. I, I, I beat the fuck out of him. You fed him humble pie. His, yo, his blood was all over me. And, and the next thing that happened was, whoosh, I hear this, and I got pepper sprayed in my face and I, I go back like this and I get tackled and handcuffed zip tied from the back everything dude nothing's gonna scare some bitches 
like some fucking bitch made motherfuckers, but like get, a mean elbow or yeah, a headbutt. Yeah. If you fucking if you land a clean elbow or a fucking headbutt on somebody, people that are already kind of like shook, they're gonna be like, oh fuck, Whoa. I'm not messing with this. I've never guy. even thrown an elbow before, but with the little tail I've end never of the thrown throat. a punch. No. No, I've never thrown a punch. I always like get my hands on them and take them down and fucking elbows. Elbows. Because you Yo, don't break your hand. When I hit that guy with the little tail end of the phone, it was just enough to get him to get him back. He wasn't rocked, but he was back, and it yeah. was enough for me to boom. So anyway, so I get pepper sprayed, zip tied, pulled out him, snot and everything's coming out. I can't see it. The worst fucking horrible, right? They call me into the room and they want to bring they want to bring charges on me. Mm-hmm. More charges. So I'm like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, guys, there's cameras all over. I'm like, play back the tapes. I'm like, I'm a white kid alone in here. Never been here before. I'm scared. I watch these three kids. You play back. You see the three of them walk in together. I'm on the phone, minding my business. He starts yelling. I look back and I point to the thing. He's yelling. And the next thing you know, he's right here. And I, I said, I was defending myself. Mm-hmm. I was scared. They ended up no more charges, and then I got shipped to the stockade. So the next day, after I Hell was yeah. able to wash, I'm like, they're like, "Yo, you're going to the stockade." I'm like, "Whatever, I got 30 days. I, I don't know where I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what that means. I could have been, fucking, <laughs> yeah, I could have been in Attica. I don't know where I'm going. So, so <laughs> in my head, state. in my head, I'm like, great little bus ride, get a little sun, little whatever, sun. whatever, right? I go downstairs of uh, Broward County Jail, right, and they start cuffing everybody to a partner. So they cuffed me to this black dude. I swear to God, he was like six. He, he was like Debo. And I'm like, oh, cuff me. <laughs> so he cuffs me. I get on the bus. I get on the bus, right? I'm like, ah, at least I'll fucking, you know. True story. You sit down on the bus. They're not tinted windows. They take black fucking paint and paint the inside of the window. I swear to God, when you get on that bus, just go like this can't see anything. That's how dark it is inside? You, you can't see this far in front of you. Nothing. Nothing. So I'm driving the whole time and I'm like, what the fuck? Shackled to this fucking guy. Could he be a murderer? It's, it's, it's I'm, like, I'm, like, oh, I'm like, oh my god. He's like pulling his arm. I'm like, yeah, take whatever you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. So then they take me to the stockade. I'm just here, bro. And now I get into the stockade and it's it's all dudes in uh, wearing different colors, like navy. So I'm like, I'm in orange. I'm like, what the fuck? So now they take me to my door. They go, you're over in this room. I look in the thing before they open the door. It's no cells. I was in a cell in Broward, so I felt a little comfortable. I had like two guys. It's just straight bunks everywhere. It's it's 35 double bunk beds, like a U, like this. 35, so 70 cats, and then it's it's overfilled. So you have like 12 dudes on the floor, right, and sleeping in fucking canoes. There's toilets. I, I think I told you this. I'm sure it's on lockup. Lock. Uh-huh. There's there's toilets, right? You'd be like this. If you have to shit, I didn't shit for fucking 20 you days. Like this? you go like this. You'd be sitting on a bowl. I'd be like, my man, pass me the toilet paper. No barrier. Just no, no meat shield? Nothing. 12 bowls, urinals, showers, just everything. And I'm in there with, you don't know who you're, you're there's guys waiting to go up the road. There's guys waiting on, on uh, fucking class one felonies. You have no idea who you're in there with. Like, yeah. it, it's... It could be uh, domestic violence or it could be, yeah. So I was like, yo. And and back to what you said about like not looking or just like minding your own business, whatever. Yeah. Dude, when I was in there, there was fights, there was beef, there was all this shit. And I was like, 
I, I might oh, as well what's have, that over there? Dude, I might as well have been the only guy in the whole fucking cell. I'm like looking around, I'm like, what is it? And that's when I became a Miami Heat fan. That was the year that the Heat were in the thing when D-Wade basically put the team on their back yeah. and fucking won. But, yo, there's zero protection. So, like, you're in that whole thing, and there's, like, a desk the size of this fucking picnic table, and it's one guard. And she's sitting and it's there. Like a yeah, it's, she's sitting there, and, like, be, if something starts happening, she'll just leave and, like, push a button. She lives down the street. Yeah. It's so, so it's like, it's like, oh, my God, you're killing me. Like, she ain't gonna fucking help you. But I was, to my point, I was able to acclimate myself for that scenario where I was talking to black dudes, Spanish dudes, white dudes. Like, I was just there and not really, like, it wasn't It wasn't that hard. What, it was, what, what it was kind of cards did you guys play? Spades? Spades, tonk? spades. Did you guys play Tonk? No. Only Spades. We played, uh... Uh, no, so we played 31, you know the game 31, where it's like you have to have like uh, ace of hearts, ten of hearts, queen of hearts, like all hearts. You have to have two face cards and the ace to make 31. So we played that, and then we played like, run, instead of rubbing 500, they played like rummy 5,000. So like, it was literally 5,000. Like you would start your game, then they would call you to go back to the bunk, and then you would come back and it'd be like 1,500 to whatever. Then you play some more, then night would be over, then you start the next day. It took like three three days to finish game. How how good did it feel to get out? It felt really good. Man. <laughs> it has to feel fucking. Yo, you know what it was, but, bro? But, did, but doesn't part of you kind of just be like, "Yo, I don't have to do shit in here." Like, right, it's kind so, of relaxing. Right, so I was gonna say that, like, like not relaxing, like, but listen, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a criminal by any means. And right? you're not advocating, right? I'm not. Time. But I will tell you this: as I was sitting there, right, I knew like what meals were coming out, who I was gonna trade my fucking ketchup packets or mayo packets or who I was going to trade my chicken for the fruit or whatever. Like, all that was... I I, realized, I learned that in, like, a day. Yeah. So I had all, everything everything under control. I was getting... I had only one pair of underwear. So I got, like, from the, the trustee, the dude, he's from... I think he was from New York. I had extra underwear. I had socks. I had, I had everything that I needed. So it, was, it only took me, like, one or two days to kind of learn the ropes. Right? And then the whole time you're in there, it's like... Well, AT and T's not calling me to pay the bill, right? Like, I don't have to pay my credit card bill. I don't have to do shit other than fucking wake up, eat, survive, not get into a beef. I don't have to do anything. The real yeah. world don't even fucking matter. Yeah. And I didn't have a girlfriend. I didn't have kids. I didn't have anything. So exactly. it was just so like it was just like it was just kind of like a life experience. It was like an experience. Right. And that was yo, dude. That was an thirty adventure. days. That was thirty days. So I could only Damn, imagine. Oh, but I got out in 20 because good behavior. But still, man, that's fucking, that's a long time. Yeah. I remember the, uh, I miss court like a dumbass. And uh, I everybody told me in Hillsborough County, if you miss court, you have to do a night minimum in jail. And I was just like, fuck it. Let's do this. I took like, I took my earrings out, just got in a wife beater and basketball shorts. I called the fucking cops just like, hey, I gotta, I gotta go to jail. Can you, can you come take me? This guy rolls up. He's like, hey, what's up, dude? Cool as fucking cop. The dude's just like, what are you in for, bro? And he's just like, he just read possession. Didn't see it was possession of alcohol, which was bullshit. But I just missed court. And he's just like, oh, come on, man. You can't be smoking that funky shit. And I was like, bro, finish reading it. It's alcohol. And he was like, what? You're 20 years old. And I was like, I know. It's fucking bullshit. He's like, where'd you get busted for this? And then he like read the address. He's like, that's right there i was like yeah my corner store <laughs> like i got fucking popped after i hit that dude with the pizza that cop with the pizza so uh so he's like my man you're not in the system 
I was like, no. He's like, when'd you miss, miss court? I was like, this morning. And he was like, oh, it takes like two weeks for it to get You get a little proactive on that. He's, yeah. like, he's, he's, like, dude, he's like, dude, it takes two weeks for you to get in the system. I was like, for real? I just, I can't just get it out of the Wait, way? Wait, so did he leave you? Did he let you go? Yeah. He didn't he, want to do the paperwork, probably. Well, well bro, he was, he was like, bro, here's my card in two weeks. Give me a call. I'll fucking be your driver, dog. And like, he was cool as shit. Nice. I was like, all right, bro. And then like, when you sit there and stew for two weeks, about having to like spend any amount of time in jail, I said, fuck that. I was, like, a fugitive for months. Right. And then um, I remember I was I was on a boat. I was on the Ugly Duckling with my boy, White Mike. And we were, like, skim skiing and scurfing over on, like, this little... What like, is scurfing? Scurfing would be uh, skimboard surfing. Wait, so skim skiing was... Oh, scurfing was uh, a surfboard on the actual wave of, of a boat. Uh, like a surfboard oh, in the wake okay, of the boat. Okay, okay. Skim skiing was uh, a skimboard surfing. On a on boat, boat wave? On a, on a boat. Wave. Are you holding a rope? You start off holding a rope. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but the skim surf, but yeah, so I wasn't doing it. They were, the brothers were doing it. And I was just like sitting there, just, I was just on the boat. I was helping them bring it in and out of the fucking spot. Because you had to go through like all these mangroves. Anyways, a fucking game warden rolls up on the dock. We're in like this hidden fucking lagoon riding and a game warden comes up out of nowhere. I'm like fucking probably five months, six months. I should have been turning myself in. Oh, so you did? Yeah, right, right. Okay. I, yeah. I never went. And so... It's always the game wardens. They're such pussies. Hey, he fucking waves us in. We go in and, and he was just like, yo, there's no fucking life jackets. You guys don't even have a fucking whistle. My boy's just Wait, like... so did he cuff you and take you right there? So, so listen, my boy was just like, yo... I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I'm Coast Guard. I should know better. I don't have any of this shit. I'm sorry. He's like, all right, let me get your ID. Let me get your Wait, ID. Wait, your boy was a Coast Guard? My, go- my boy was in the Coast Guard. And he still asked for all your credentials? Yep. That's and, fucked up. And, and, so, and so he asked, he's going down the road, and he's asking everybody for an ID, and then he just stops when he gets to me, and he's asking me for my ID. And I was just like, God the is, fuck? God is protecting you. I was like, what the fuck? And he's like... He was like, yo, you were driving the boat, you were in the water, you, I don't know what the fuck you were doing, you were just sitting there with your fucking thumb you? up your ass. You? Me. And he's like, I don't need your shit, you two were breaking the law, you give me your shit. And I was just like, okay, I was just like, alright, I gotta fucking go, I gotta go turn myself in. So I call my best friend, and uh, I'm just like, hey bro, can you can you drop me off at Falkenberg tomorrow morning? And he was just like, yeah, I got you bro. Jail? Yeah. Because you just wanted, that was like the last... No, that was like the way go. It's like, you're, bro, yeah, you're it's, like, it's I don't want to worse like you I don't want to leave this over my head. Yeah. Right, right. So, and then instead of it being like uh, one night or whatever it was, it could be like... It could be more. You've been skirting oh, us. Oh, yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So I fucking... So my boy picks me up. We start heading down. Like, oh, I think it was like Falkenberg Orient Road. <clears throat> so we're going. And we just start seeing um, bail bondsmen on the way. And I was just yeah, like... Yeah. I was like... They're all over by the jails. I was like, yo, what does the bail bond do? And my <laughs> they boy, get like 10%, right? Yeah, my boy's like, I honestly don't fucking know. I was like, pull in here real quick. I want to talk to this motherfucker. So we pull in, and, and and I was just like, hey, I'm about to turn myself in. What is it exactly that a bail bondsman does? And he was like, do you have any collateral? I was like, I mean, I got my pop's truck. And he was just like, all right, what, what's it worth? What but, you know, it? but you also don't know what your bail's going to be. Yeah, I don't know. But that's also like when they say like a million dollar bail, so you only have to come up with ten percent. Only ten percent. So a hundred, a hundred thousand. So like if I sign my house over to you, right? So that's the collateral of the house. So like bail bondsman is like, 
<clears throat> if you don't have that, or, or like you said, what do you have? Oh, yeah. I have my truck. Oh, you gotta come up with five grand. The bail bonds will be like, here's five grand, but I'm holding the fucking deed to your truck. Yeah. If you skip, it's my truck. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so he was like, so I was like, yeah. I mean, I got my pop's truck. I was like, it's not mine though. He's like, I don't give a fuck. You got the yeah. Yeah, the papers inside I'll of it. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I was just like, yeah. You, you just like, yeah. I was like, all right. So, what do we do? Do I have to go in? He was like, no, dude. I'm gonna take you down to Morgan Street in downtown. You're gonna bail. You're gonna get in. I'm gonna bail you right out after you go through booking. I was like, no fucking way. He was like, yeah. yeah I was like, I don't have to pay you anything? He's that's like, a double-sided, that's a double like, dip no. for those guys. Yeah, so I was just like, fuck it. So he took me downtown, and I just got fingerprinted. I just went through booking, and dude, I fucking left out. And then I, and then I just breezed my way right out. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That was the best stop I ever made. And then, but when I'm leaving, I see this old man. I almost got in a fight with him. Like, two weeks before that, I was working at this restaurant job, and this guy comes up to me. And he says, he says, seat me. And I was like, how big is your party, sir? And he's like, five. And I was like, how many are here? And he's like, two. I was like, sit down. I was, I was like, I was like, I need half the party here. So he goes, he goes, how the fuck does that make any sense? I was like, what do you mean? He says, where the fuck am I going to find half a motherfucking person? What, I need a midget? And I was just like. Bro, oh, I was like, chill. Right, I was like, chill the fuck out. So yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, bro, chill the fuck out. And and he started wanting to fight me and shit in the restaurant, and my boss had to break us up.